and good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. We want to thank everyone tuning in from Marble Falls. Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We are grateful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. And joining me uh, for the program is my wonderful co-host, Miss Trish Lujan. How are you doing today, Miss Trish? Oh, I'm doing great. It's a wonderful day to be here. <laughs> on this program, we try bringing you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, we're going to speak with Mark Cruz of St. Peter the Apostle Catholic Church in Bernie. He'll be talking to us about the upcoming Calming the Chaos Living Intentionally Retreat. Our second guest will be Deacon Evan Wittig of Holy Spirit Catholic Church, who will be on to discuss his new book, Metanoia. You know, that sounds great, Trish. Mm -hmm. And before we get to those conversations, uh, let's get today's program started the way that we should do all things, and that is in prayer. So wherever you might be, join us in this prayer. And as we pray, remember, ask that the Lord would make his will known to you and pray for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration. Continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us, our families, and all our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, head of the Holy Family. Pray for us. Mary, mother of our Savior. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I uh, just want to let you know that you can catch the live stream of today's program on our GRN Facebook group page. Uh, just do a search, GRN South and Central TX, uh, and you can join us there and uh, join the conversation. If you got some questions that you'd also like to ask our guest or ask us, uh, you're more, more than welcome to do that too. I uh, want to get caught up on a couple things, but before I do so, you know, I, I have to make an announcement, uh, and as much as it pains me to say, uh, today is uh, Miss Trish Lujan's uh, last, uh, you know, last day as co-host for the program. Uh, her and her family are going to be relocating. So, uh, Trish, how does that how does that feel today? I would I would like to say it feels great, but it's it's bittersweet, right? I mean, yeah. I, it, we're not happy to leave, but at the same time, we're happy to leave because this is where God is calling us. Amen. <laughs> we always want to say yes to our Lord's will, right? Amen. Um, but yeah, it's been so wonderful. I, I can't tell you enough how much I've learned about things going on in San Antonio. Uh-huh. Because for our listeners, I'm sure you know I'm not from San Antonio. <laughs> but I love it here. My, our family just loves it here, too. So how excited is the family to get away from the allergies that I hear you talk about oh, often? Oh, yes. I don't. Nobody told me about the allergies here. Like, I've never, you know, I'm originally from a tropical island, so uh-huh. I've never experienced allergies. And when they said, yeah, you might, you might have some problems with the allergies there, but, you know, I'm sure you'll get through it. 
Uh, no, <laughs> this is, this is all my doctor was saying, this is all year round for San Antonio. Right. I had no idea. No you know, idea. <laughs> it, it's, it's been such a pleasure, you know, having you on. It's been great, uh, you know, getting to know you and seeing your girls here and, yeah. you know, talking with, with Donnie and get to, to know you both. So I know God has a greater plan, uh, again, uh, for, for the both of you. Uh, but, uh, I am grateful for the time that you've lent, to uh, to the program here. Uh, it's been awesome, uh, having you. You, uh, you know, ride shotgun with us here. So, but thank you. Um, now, I do want to cover some things that took place over the, you know, since the last time that we were on the air. So last week, uh, I had an opportunity to attend the parish uh, mission. Um, this was a parish mission given by, uh, you know, His Excellency Bishop Gary Yannick uh, there at St. Helena. I think it was last Tuesday. And mm-hmm. man, he had a wonderful discussion on the Eucharist. Yes. You know, we still continue to journey through this uh, Eucharistic revival through the, you know, Universal Church. And uh, he gave a, a fantastic presentation on that. Um, you know, at Our Lady of Lord's Grotto, uh, also, uh, this was last Last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, uh, they they held a parish mission uh, out there at the grotto. Uh, I got to attend uh, the the concert, the Marian concert, yes. um, you know, given and you know, given by and performed by uh, Anna Nuzzo, yes. uh, and it was wonderful to hear how she shared her own uh, you know her own overcoming of some challenges and such uh, with confidence and, and things of that nature, uh, and how you know through a Marian consecration was able to uh, really. It's really propelled her to you know to the heights that she's at mm-hmm. now. Uh, so that was awesome. I did not get a chance to to be out there for uh, Father Edward Looney, um, you know, for his presentation and talk, but I'm sure it was great. Uh, and some things that, of course, are going to be taking place, and you're going to be hearing about quite you know hearing about it quite a bit uh, if you haven't already. So we've got you know we've got Sherathon coming up. Okay, so beginning this you know at the toward well Tuesday, March 21st. Um, and that's going to be running through Friday, March 24th. We're going right. to be doing our, our quarterly pledge drive. All right. So we're going to be on the air for 12 hours a day from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., you know, making our appeal uh, for financial support to help keep, of course, Guadalupe Radio Network on the air. That station that you're tuning into right now, uh, that station that continues to uh, be radio for your soul, you know, that continues to feed you and feed you the truths of our Catholic faith. Uh, you know, we, 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 we always need the help. Um, what we do, it's because of not just divine providence, uh, but, but it's because of the generosity of our listeners that we can be on the air and continue with the programming, um, you know, that you hear. So please prayerfully consider calling in, uh, you know, at that time. Uh, to make your 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 gift uh, of support, you know, a one-time gift, a monthly pledge of support, um, and of course, we we are absolutely grateful for that. Uh, and also the you know the 2023 Fishers of Men benefit yes. dinner. Yeah, you know, this is something that we we Huge. plan on for like <laughs> six seven you know six seven months uh, in advance. I mean, yeah. planning for it you know actually starts about you know just as soon as the yeah. the the event wraps up. Um, and, and it's not year, just for men. Ladies it, are very welcome there. Thank you for yeah for adding to that because uh, I would have brought that up uh, for sure. Uh, but yes, the Fishers of Men event is our event that we put on here for Guadalupe Radio Network South and Central Texas um, that allows us an evening to celebrate Catholic radio um, across South and Central Texas. Uh, so it, it is a benefit dinner. 
Uh, we're going to be bringing in Monsignor Charles Pope. He's a longtime Catholic media, media contributor. Uh, he's been on EWTN. He's been uh, a writer uh, in the Our Sunday Visitor. Um, he's had articles in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, National Catholic Register also. So, I mean, he has been around for, for some time, mm-hmm. and he is very inspiring when you hear him oh, yeah. speak. Uh, you know, so uh, he's going to be coming out as our keynote speaker. But, you know, I got to I'm so excited uh, to be able to, you know, to to recognize and we are so excited to be able to recognize the Salesian Sisters of St. John Bosco is this year's Fishers of Men honorees. You know, they do such great work. Mm-hmm. Uh, their charism are the youth. Yes. Uh, but if you see that they are very active, uh, you know, on, on Facebook and social media and you see the many things that they're they're part of. Uh, so it's going to be great to be able to recognize them. We're going to have a room full of uh, of, of the sisters there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully, I'm hoping. All their right? joy and is contagious. It is. So you want them there. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And uh, a lot of times, you know, they're recognizable because, you know, they have these beautiful white habits that mm-hmm. they wear or the gray habits. But personally, uh, I hope Sister Bernadette is listening. <laughs> I hope they wear their white out there yeah. that evening. So, I mean, it's just so awesome. Um, so, We've also got, uh, well, I want to make, you know, I want to make sure I say you can go online, grnonline.com, scroll down just a hair and click on local events to register. Uh, table sponsorships are, are available. Corporate sponsorships uh, are available and you can also buy your individual, uh, seats there. And if you want to sponsor a priest, a religious or a seminarian, um, you can do that too. So if you're not able to attend for whatever reason, I mean, you can always do that. And we, we're, you know, we, we could always use, uh, you know, if you'd like to sponsor in any which way or want to give a, a monetary, uh, you know, gift or, or pledge or something like that, you know, to help us out with the event, uh, it is more than appreciated. Uh, we've also got going on in the Archdiocese, you know, um, John Michael Talbot. Yes. Uh, he is going to, he's, he's kicked off uh, yesterday at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Fredericksburg, uh, his Eucharistic revival. Um, and he's doing adoration, music, and a teaching um, on the source and summit of our faith. I mean, as Catholics, we understand that the, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith as taught in the catechism. Um, and again, this is going to be great to be able to tie in these talks and this presentation uh, along with some of his uh, beautiful music. Uh, so tonight, he's going to be at Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Cath- um, in Selma. Mm-hmm. Uh, to- or Wednesday, he's going to be out at St. Matthew Catholic Church, so I plan on being at that one for sure. Awesome. Uh, and then on Thursday, March 9th, St. Peter the Apostle Catholic Church uh, in Bernie. Yeah, he's uh, got so, great music. Yeah, so yeah. He, lots going on. Lots going on. What else we got, Trish? Yes, wonderful Lenten mission uh, over there at St. Jerome Catholic Church. Don't want to miss it. That's March 6th. That's today to the 8th at 7 p.m., And if you want more information over there, you want to call St. Jerome Catholic Church at 210-648-2694. Then we have, okay, this is wonderful, made for more. You don't want to miss this, folks. Theology of the Body Experience. If you haven't gone, you have to go. Yeah. (laughs) Right, Sean? That's right. (laughs) Christopher West, amazing presenter, amazing speaker. You're going to get something out of it and bring your family and then the music of Mike Mangione. Oh yeah. gosh. One <laughs> it's a it together they make a very wonderful uh, um presentation together. March 9th, okay, that's coming up right around the corner from 7 to 9:30 p.m. They are addressing the deeper questions in life. We all know this. And that's going to take place at the Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Okay, here in San Antonio. 
And for more information, uh, you can actually go to m4msanantonio.eventbrite.com. You get information and your tickets there as well. That's right. And uh, just to add to that, mm-hmm. um, there have been some folks that uh, you know kind of questioned uh, some of the I guess, registration fees Mm. and such if they buy it online. So you can go to Holy Trinity Catholic Church, the parish office there, to purchase your tickets. I think tickets are like $25, if I'm not mistaken, right? Okay. And was there anything else going on we need to get caught up on? This is beautiful. The Lenten Tezes, the St. Francis of Assisi Music Ministry. I love that the music is coming alive this Lenten season. So they invite you to a reflective evening of scripture, song, and contemplative silence during their Teze prayer service at 7 p.m. on March on Friday, March 10th in the church. The blend of candlelight, candlelight chant and silence will create an atmosphere that is certain to enrich your Lenten journey. For more information, please visit the parish website at francis.faith. That's right, and that's mm-hmm. uh, Francis with an I mm-hmm. dot faith. Uh, and I also want to invite everyone uh, Tuesday, March 14th, uh, in English, and March 16th, that's a Thursday, in English, to St. Helena Catholic Church. Father Krikor uh, Chahin, who is the Archdiocese's uh, judicial vicar, he's going to be giving a, uh, you know, presenting a, a parish mission uh, talk. And then in Spanish, uh, Friday, March 17th. So the 14th and 16th in English, and March 17th, Friday, in Spanish. That's going to be at St. Helena Catholic Church. So getting lots of stuff going on, uh, you know, within the archdiocese. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that with the start of the Lenten season, please make sure that, you know, you, you try to get to confession. Uh, I heard, I heard a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of talks, um, you know, regarding, you know, the, you know, what, what Lent is all about, especially, uh, you know, with the homilies, um, that you hear, and you can hear different homilies, you know, online and, and what have you, but, you know, the call to conversion, um, the, the call to, you know, to that repentance, I mean, that's what, uh, this Lenten season's all about. So get to confession, uh, con, there's so many, uh, Lenten par- you know, Lenten, uh, reconciliation services going on. It, there's just too many to even announce on the air. I know, uh, St. Helena and the, you know, the North, the, the Northern, uh, you know, deanery, um, is going to be, you know, having quite a few of those, but contact your parish and find out when you're, you know, when, when the parish, uh, you know, pa- parish Lenten reconciliation service is taking place and let's be reconciled, uh, to God, especially, uh, you know, during this Lenten season. And, you know, uh, Sean, without further delay, if mother Angelica were here, she'd say run to confession. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Funny you mentioned mother Angelica, because actually the theme of the Sheraton I just talked about yeah. Is going to be celebrating Mother's 100th uh, birthday. Amen. Yeah, so in April yes, it's her 100th right. birthday. So mm-hmm. uh, again, Mother Angelica, mm-hmm. pray for us and uh, may she rest in peace. So without delay, we're going to welcome uh, Mark Cruz to the program. How are you doing today, Mark? Hey guys, how are y'all doing? You know, uh, doing great, man. You know, it's always a pleasure to, to have you here. I know you've always got some good stuff uh, going on. Uh, but specifically, you know, uh, you're coming on today to to highlight and promote uh, the you know, living intentionally, you know, retreat, you know, calming the chaos. If you could uh, introduce yourself to our listeners, uh, I mentioned uh, in, in the opening that, you know, you're out of uh, St. Peter, uh, you know, the Apostle Catholic Church in Bernie, but, you know, maybe let's start there. Okay. So um, five, six years ago, we asked for permission from the Archdiocese if we could have Hill, uh, have theology on tap Hill Country. Yeah. 
And they said, sure, because it's just geographically too far for the people to drive down. And so we okay. started that. And within the year, the older people, over 36, were saying, Mark, 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 you know, we, we want a ministry for us. We want to drink beer, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I said, and I said, sure. I go, join the Knights. They said, yeah, you guys got that beer. <laughs> we, we, we want that stuff that's on tap, man. We want the good stuff. So um, we started Theology on the Rocks. And um, what we learned was, and what TAP has learned, is that, that we want to be with other Catholics in a social environment, mm-hmm. right? And so the whole idea between, between rocks and taps is, is an hour of socialization, get a beer, get a burger, listen to a speaker, and then more socialization. And so we're in the middle of COVID. We've had to shut down because uh, our beer garden closed. And uh, my dear, dear uh, spiritual friend, Rodina King Reynolds, and I were talking, I said, man, we, we, we need to do something. We, we need to, and we said, well, let's do a retreat. <laughs> so, yes. so here we are in the middle of COVID with no place to go. And we decide we're going to do this retreat. And so we put together, and of course, at that time, the chaos was right. COVID, right? Mm-hmm. It was obvious. But what we learned was it's not obvious because the chaos is really in us and there's always chaos. Yes, COVID goes away, there's still chaos. And, and so how do we calm that? And and it was so funny. Um, DJ Allen was in the car with us, and we had gone to see one of the retreat centers. And she said, "Can I can I add something to the title?" And sure. And she said, "Living intentionally." And we just looked at each other like, "Well, that was obvious." Right. And yeah. so that became the whole idea of the retreat. And so we created this retreat. It's up at Mo Ranch. And Mo Ranch is a beautiful property. Um, in fact, we had told Father Norm that we thought we might have to change properties. He goes, no, 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 you have to go to Mo Ranch. Because <laughs> it is. I mean, it's just, it's so wonderful. Um, and it's hotel style, right? So there's no bunk style. You're in it with your your spouse or with a friend because it's individuals and couples. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and so it starts off with mass. First thing we do is Father Roger Keeler, who is just amazing. He does a teaching mass. So we're in this little chapel that's probably about, I don't know, twice as big as this room, and that's it. So 50 of us are in there, and there's an altar, and he's saying mass, and he's teaching and explaining as he goes. And it's just, you're just like, wow. And then he opens, and he's going to talk about forgiveness this year. And he's got a presentation that he gave at um, uh, the Archdiocese of Salt Lake City, uh, and he's going to, he revived it, and he's going to give it. And, and, I mean, the, the thing about chaos is, is individuals... We have our own chaos. And I will tell you that what I've discovered is, um, even as Catholics with, with confession, I have Catholic friends who don't believe that they're forgiven. Right. And they don't believe that they're loved. And so we open with this idea of forgiveness, love, and gratitude. Because the, the greatest commandment, love thy God with the whole heart and soul, and love thy neighbor, as thyself, mm-hmm. as thyself, how can you accept God's love if you don't think you're worthy? How can you accept the forgiveness of Christ's death if you don't think you're worthy, right? And so we touch into that, and then we we finish uh, Friday night with um, the Divine Chaplet with the passion mm. behind it. So the five mysteries are done straight from the passion, and it's heavy. I mean, it is. But but what I tell people, I says. Until you know how he died, mm-hmm. until you can feel the scourging, you'll never understand. And so that, that whole idea of that 
playing the passion mm-hmm. is so that people can kind of go, wow, he did that for me. Right. And I say, not only did he do that for you, but he died for one sin. Mm-hmm. The sin you would commit after you watched how he died. Mm-hmm. Right? Because until we are in touch with that, that suffering that he goes through, we kind of like slough it off. And But once we realize, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. not only does he die for the sin I'm going to commit, he knows that I know how he died. And he still does it. Mm-hmm. And that's how much he loves us. And mm-hmm. so then we kick off the next morning. We have a couple of people tell some brief testimonials. And then we get into the chaos. And we talk about the devil. And we talk about the secular things. And we, and, and we, we load it up before lunch. After lunch, we come in with the solutions, right? Spiritual friends, spiritual direction, going to rosaries. I mean, you know, we're so blessed in the Catholic Church. We have all of these things that we can go do. But at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I'm on 1604 right here at 410 and I'm trying to get through traffic and somebody cuts me off, you know, <laughs> how close am I am to Christ at that moment? Yeah. You know, and, 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 and the idea is if we can live, you know, Matthew Kelly talks about, uh, you know, if you want to be a saint, do it for five minutes. And if that works for a month, then do it for 10. <laughs> how do we stay in those moments longer? How do we stay elevated Longer, and so we talk about all that, and then we're so blessed to have Auxiliary Bishop Gary oh. Yannick speak to close us, and that's going to be amazing because then he's going to stay and say mass. Yay! <laughs> I know, I know. Yes. So, so that's kind of the genesis of the whole thing, and and people leave. Um, last year, we had forty eight people fill out the um, review sheet. Mm-hmm. Thirteen questions, no numbers. Forty three people responded out of 48 mm-hmm. and it took nine uh nine pages that's not normal that's not a normal statistic mostly they just uh i don't have time and and it, it wasn't like one yeah. to ten yeah. these were all questions that they had to write out and oh, it wow. took nine pages of a nine font to list them all so we're very blessed in that the holy spirit really comes down on us and i spend a lot of time worrying about the details mm-hmm. and i had a friend say to me you know mark if 10 people show up that's who the Holy Spirit wants there. Yeah. And you guys prepare for your best. Doesn't matter whether you have 10, one, or 100. Mm-hmm. You just you, you give your best when you're there. And it's just, and, and that's how we need to live. And it's so funny. Here I am in chaos about the retreat, right? And it's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, Mark. The Holy Spirit's got it. And yeah. he does. But sometimes I mean, you need that chaos, yes. right? Sometimes you need to it see that you. chaos. Yes. Right, right, right. It, yeah. it, it helps. It helps ground you and center right. you. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was in high school, I ran the hurdles, and, and uh, it was a cold day. It was my first race, and I didn't stretch enough. Oh, I hit the first one. I'm tumbling into the gravel by the fifth one. I mean, I'm hitting them all. Guy walks up and he says, "Hey, um, are you going to finish?" <laughs> and I'm like, um, <laughs> "Okay, yeah." And he goes, "Well, you got to go over the rest of them and cross the finish line." Uh. And that has stayed with me my whole life. So no matter how far you fall, mm-hmm. you got to get up. Right. And you got to go over the rest of the hurdles. There are always going to be hurdles. Mm-hmm. To think that there's not is foolish. And as Catholics, we carry his cross, oh, yeah. right? And, 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 and we, we need to internalize that more, that it's all a struggle, but that's okay. Yes. You know, because we have all of these... Um, we have a table, and so you guys will have a table there at the retreat because you're a resource, right? You're a tool. But we have a table of Catholic books, 
And um, all of us on the team bring the books that we own and want to keep, and that's one table, so they can see what we read. Mm-hmm. Then there's another and table. And there's so many. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and what it does, it opens your eyes to, yeah. oh. We have more than 2,000 well, years of history. So. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all the way from C.S. Lewis right. to Matthew Kelly, right? You know, you read a C.S. Lewis book, and you're like, okay, I'm worn out after three pages. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, I, I'm reading uh, screw tap letters. Oh. Right, and it's yeah. written. it's written contra, Right, it's mm-hmm. the opposite. The hero is the devil, right? Right, and and, and God's this other thing, and, and and it's just you have to wrap your your and, and then you read Matthew Kelly, and it's like having a buddy and a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. So 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 then we have another table where we give away. So all the books I don't want anymore, and so they can pick and take those with them. So yeah, it's a fun retreat. We have we have a coffee every morning for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. You got to just that's it. Coffee for forty five minutes. Then we go to breakfast. At night, we have campfire from 8 to 10 with no agenda. That's it, just a campfire. Mm-hmm. And people just sit around and they chat. And again, it's that community thing. We're building spiritual friends. And, and when they leave, they have more spiritual friends than they, than they came with. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do have a second here, I've got to share with you what happened last time we were here. Sean, we're sitting right here. So this will be new to you. We get a call mm-hmm. as I'm leaving. Yeah. And... Um, and, and if you want to call 916-224-6688, that's my personal cell number. But you can always call the radio station. They'll, they'll yeah. direct it. And, and this woman says, hi, um, I heard you. I'm driving to Texas A&M with my daughter. And I said, oh, well, listen, if, if coming on the retreat doesn't work out, I can talk to you about Texas A&M because I went there. She goes, oh, that's great. She goes, no, um, my husband and I are living in Universal City. Um, he's retiring. And, um, you know, we're interested. This sounded kind of appealing. I said, yeah, yeah, great, great, great. So they register. And um, I call uh, a couple that are on the retreat, uh, Neil and Debbie Joe Allen. I said, hey, 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 we got another military family. Neil's retired Air Force, a colonel, uh, fighter pilot, jock, you know, kill things, blow things up. Um, <laughs> squadron commander, right? But he's transitioned. You know, he's in civilian life. He's and good he's, now. Yeah, he's good now. He's, he got all that out of his system. And um, and so I called the week before. I said, oh, Debbie Joe, Debbie Joe, um, there's going to be another military family. They're they're not part of our parish. Would you guys kind of like, you know, adopt them and take care of them on the retreat? She said, oh, yeah, yeah. What's the name? I said, Affenbaum. She goes, what's the first name? And I said, let me look. I go, it's Brian. She goes, I got to call you right back. Aww. Hangs up the phone. She calls back. She goes, Mark, Neil was his instructor pilot 25 wow. years ago when he first entered the Air Force as a pilot trainee, and they have stayed connected for 25 years. Wow. Okay. So she's telling me that the guy's never been on a retreat. He's having a tough time with the transition thing. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He's a military guy, blows things up, kills people. And <laughs> they come on retreat, yeah. and it was unbelievable because we did Adoration XLT. Neil gives the talk. So here's this you know, retired Air Force colonel, commander guy. Mm-hmm. And Del Uberg, who's a two-star Air Force general, is the deacon doing wow. adoration. Mm-hmm. This guy gets to see two Air Force guys being Catholic. That's yeah. amazing. Being humble. Neil's telling a story that man, you're, you're bawling, you're crying, right? And the next morning, um, his wife comes to me and she says, Mark, it's amazing the difference this morning. He finally got to see true military men, true men who had served, earned rank, be humble and be Catholics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like we say, you know, we're here for the one, right? 
And, and, and that they called this station, to me, just it touches my heart because it shows the big connection. That's right. Right, the big community. So you guys are a blessing, and I appreciate so much. Well, that music means that we're going to go to our first break. So uh, if you're enjoying the conversation, don't change the station. We will be right back with more of In His Vineyard. Beginning Tuesday, March 21st through Friday, March 24th, we'll be making our appeal for your financial support during our Spring share Pledge Drive. I want to humbly ask that you'd please prayerfully consider making a financial gift at that time to the Guadalupe Radio Network to ensure we continue keeping our airwaves Catholic across South and Central Texas. Your generosity is more than appreciated, and we thank you for your support. May God continue to abundantly bless you. Catholic Radio gives us something all day, every day, to fill our lives with our faith. We are completely inundated by the world constantly. Every time you go out shopping, the music that's playing, the the visuals that you see, TV, everything, we need Catholicism filling our minds. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Hi, listeners. By now you've heard that this year's Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner will take place on the evening of Thursday, April 13th at the beautiful Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. We'll be presenting our 2023 Fishers of Men Award to the Daughters of Mary Help of Christians, also known affectionately as the Salesian Sisters of St. John Bosco. Join us in recognizing this beautiful religious community. Men and women are welcome to attend. To reserve your table or seats, go to grnonline.com and click on Local Events. Hi, this is Dr. David Anders from EWTN's Call to Communion. I believe that the Ministry of Catholic Radio is one of the greatest tools we have in the Church for evangelism today. I hear from people all over the world on a daily basis who have encountered Christ in the Catholic Church for the first time by listening to Catholic Radio. Please support the Ministry of Catholic Radio today. Support Guadalupe Radio Network. And welcome back, folks, to your live and local program in his vineyard, which you can hear every Monday at noon. Again, uh, thank you to those uh, tuning in uh, and, and catching the live stream on, on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group page yet, you can do that. Go to um, you know to the to, to Facebook, do a search for GRN and uh, South and Central TX. Uh, and, and check us out uh, over there. Uh, you know, if you're just joining us, we're having this conversation with Mark Cruz of St. Peter, uh, the Apostle Catholic Church uh, there uh, in, in Bernie. I always, of course, there's like multiple St. Peter's around. I, I'm always going through my head which one to say, right? I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Though? It is. That's it, a wonderful it, it thing. Is. That's isn't a wonderful problem having, to have. Isn't it tough having too many Catholic churches? <laughs> Doggone and I hate when that happens. <laughs> but so uh, as we come back, I wanted to ask you more, you know, as you were talking about, you know, some of the, you know, feedback that you've gotten from, um, you know, from past retreats uh, of this, you know, calming the chaos retreat. I couldn't help but uh, as you were, you know, discussing that and sharing the story, um, you know, with with the Air Force guys there. Uh, some of the, re, you know, some of the retreatants have said, you know, the forgiveness and love discussion, you know, 
hits me hard. I needed this. This has been a challenge for me and so very helpful. Um, Also another one, I learned so much about prayer and I'm taking it home to reinvigorate my prayer life. Uh, And again, there's lots uh, here, you know, camaraderie with fellow parishioners, meeting new friends. Adoration XLT was such an amazing moment. Uh, If you could, I want to first recap, where can people go to get information on the retreat? Uh, where can they register, you know, and, and all that good stuff? Uh, and also, let, let's maybe talk about, you know, some of the elements of, of the retreat, you know, such as uh, will confession, uh, you know, be, be heard? Uh, well, let's talk about that, Mark. Okay. So if they want to get a hold of us, um, we have a uh, website, we have an email address, mm-hmm. and that email address is Theology on the Rocks, HC standing for hill country, mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, or they can just bounce off you guys here, go to your webpage. Yep. Um, then um, as far as the, the content of the, re- of the retreat, the, the, it, it's tough in this environment to get all of your sacraments you know, up there. And, and for several years, we tried with getting the confession up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we open with a mass. It's a learning mass. And we're going to have Saturday evening mass. And we're going to have Adoration XLT. We're going to have a rosary Saturday morning at 630. And on the schedule, it does say optional. <laughs> <laughs> because 630 is a little early. But it's up on the hill there right. at Mo Ranch. It's 1,000 feet above the Guadalupe. Yeah. The sun will be coming up. Yeah. And so. I'm sure uh, folks will want to go, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. We'll be looking at. Uh, you didn't go up to have rosary. <laughs> You sat down here and had coffee during Lent. Okay. Yeah. Um, we won't be calling you out during the day. But um, but but it, it's just logistically, it's, you know, Mo Ranch is kind of out of the way. Sure. And it's just logistically tough to get the priests up um, to do the confession. And and then, you know, uh, the auxiliary bishop's schedule is tight. You know, he's coming yeah. at 3.30, and then we talked him into staying for Mass, but then he's got to head right back down the hill. Yeah. And so what we do is we encourage everybody, because this is Lent, so there's plenty of opportunity to go to confession. Yeah. And so that's what we encourage is that they go to confession beforehand, because yeah. the whole idea behind a retreat is you want to walk in contrite. Yep. You want to walk in ready. You want to walk in open, and you don't want any baggage, because... Unfortunately, as we talk about forgiveness and about love and about gratitude, it kind of stirs things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so if you're weighted down with things that you've just had happen, sure. you know, you really got to. So, so we highly recommend and we send an email out and say, hey, don't forget to, to get um, confession beforehand. And we have plenty of parishes who have confessions available Thursday, Fridays, Saturdays. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and so... Um, the cost. We didn't talk about the cost. The cost is two twenty five, and just kind of um, that doesn't even cover all of our costs. The parish um, is helping us, yeah. and the Knights of Columbus help us, yeah. and we have private uh, donors who have been helping us since the first year. That's so for all the time that they're there, it's not per day. It's yes, the whole the time. Whole yeah, two twenty five each. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and awesome. um, we have scholarships available. So if yeah. somebody's sitting out there yeah. going, "Man, that, that's a lot for me." Yeah. Hey, I get that. You know what? If I could give every single person a scholarship, right. I would philosophically. Right. But I'll give as many as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, please don't let the money be an obstacle. If you want to come on this retreat mm-hmm. and you want to be touched, please come. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mark, thank you so much for joining us again for information on calming the chaos, living intentionally. Retreat. Uh, email him at uh, theology on the rocks hc 
at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us here at uh, you know the GRN office in San Antonio. Uh, we'd be glad to connect you uh, with, with Mark. Uh, thank you so much, Mark, for, for joining us today. I and love for being what here. You're you guys doing. are a blessing to this town. Wow. A blessing, absolutely. Thank you so much, Archdiocese. I I appreciate that. And joining us now is going to be our second guest, uh, you know, Deacon Evan Wittig. Uh, He is at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. Uh, He's been a a long time. uh, He's been in the service of the Archdiocese for for a very long time, uh, serving as deacon. But he's actually on to discuss uh, even something, you know, probably, you know, just as cool. I mean, he's a published author, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, this book that is. I'm excited about the book he's going to talk about. Yes, Metanoia. Uh, and in fact, as we were discussing this, um, you know, I'm sure someone's out there probably thinking in themselves, kind of like I was when I was discussing this with, uh, you know, Deacon Evan, uh, you know, just last week was, what is metanoia? So without delay, let's go ahead and welcome to the program, Deacon Evan Wittig. How are you doing today, Deacon? Pretty good for an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you could start us out uh, first, uh, introduce yourself to our listeners, Deacon. Uh, and then, of course, let's dive right in and lo- let's talk about, you know, your, your book. Uh, maybe start with, you know, what was the inspiration behind it? What does the title even mean? Uh, and, and let's start there. Well, uh, I was a chaplain for four years and uh, had a lot of experiences. And every once in a while, somebody would say, you know, why don't you, you know, write a book about your experiences. And then um, within my heart, I, I feel like I, I know that, that things are getting kind of rough. You know, people are not living their faith. People are leaving the church. Uh, our culture, our society is not taking God seriously or Jesus seriously. And and to me, the answer is, and, you know, we were talking about Matthew Kelly earlier, is just for, you know, good Catholics to become good Catholics and good Christians to become good Christians because they, you have to see Christ in others. To, 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 you have to see somebody alive with faith to say, oh, I want that. Somebody with the joy of the Lord in their hearts, I want that. And, and I did also a little bit of prison ministry, and, and I was really amazed at, at how hungry they were for the Lord. So... Um, I wrote the book, and, and, and of course, metanoia, uh, it's, it's a Latin word, and, and it means um, changing our way of thinking is taken from Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And, and of course, Paul, in almost all his epistles, he talks about, you know, changing your life, being converted. Bishop Barron uses a word, metamorphosis. So it's, it's kind of like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. And, and what's kind of neat about that is you can look at yourself and say, well, let me see, am I... A, Caterpillar or a butterfly? <laughs> kind of like a scorecard, you know. Right. And, and, uh, and, of course, as a deacon, you know, if you compare yourself to the saints and to Christ, you're going, well, you know, I got some work to do. Yeah. Right. And what was the other question? Well, I wanted to ask also, you know, what was the inspiration, you know, for, for writing this book, you know? That kind of was the motivation, the, the sense of uh, the urgent need for us to really know God mm-hmm. and really follow his teachings. Um, it's written for like being a disciple, being a student of Jesus. I'm real big. Uh, a few years ago, I read uh, Intentional Disciples, and it was like my heart was on fire because, you know, this this is what we need to be. We need to be intentional disciples. And sometimes we get caught up in the word Catholic, you know, so we want the sacraments, you know, uh, just Ash Wednesday, you know. People came up for the ashes, and then a bunch of them left. Yeah. Right. I actually got on the mic, and I said, don't leave of the Holy Mass. Stay for Jesus. Right. So, they, yeah. so you see how we get kind of caught up in sometimes the externals. But, but being a 
Christian is to be a disciple, is to be a student. Well, who's your teacher? It's Jesus. So here Catholics and Protestants have a lot in common. We need to learn from the master. We need to learn from Jesus. Uh, we need to learn from the Bible, the mm-hmm. teachings of Jesus. And, and Paul, and Paul writes a lot about this, but even you read the Gospels. You know, Jesus says, repent or you will perish. And in Mark's Gospel, right off the bat, Jesus says, repent and believe in the good news. Mm-hmm. So it's all there. It's all part of the teachings of Jesus. So to be a disciple is to be a student, is to be a Christian, to be a Catholic, is to actually know Jesus and follow him. So that's what I try to get people to do in this book, is to make that first step, that, that leap of faith into, I really want to be a Christian. You know, I really want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to the other place. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a question for you. I, and there is something about prison ministry that mm-hmm. for some folks, it either hits them the right way or it hits them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those folks in terms of, um, you know, why the prison is actually the main setting for this book and also how they can look at prison ministry in a Jesus way, right? Yeah. It's, um, I would say probably for the average person, the average deacon or the average, uh, you know, Bible teacher. It would be uncomfortable. Right. Uh, it was for me the first couple of times. But um, they love to sing. <laughs> they love to hear about Jesus. And, and uh, it's actually uplifting to mm-hmm. see that, to see that in a prison. And so that's, that's the context of the book because I, want, I actually wrote it for prisoners. I'm hoping that uh, people in prison ministry will take this book there and prisoners mm-hmm. can read it because, you know— it's, it's almost like the outside world in the sense that, well, it's not cool to be considered a Christian, you know, and I want to be cool, you know, I want people to fear me. So the, the, one of the, the, the heroes in the book is an actual very ferocious, mean assassin that nobody wants to mess with. And uh, the preacher, who's like a Baptist or non-denominational preacher, he sees that, you know, the guy's got a conscience, so we're going we're gonna to try to save his soul. And then the other hero is a young man who actually died and went went to heaven and came back so he's fearless Mm -hmm. and so it's really interesting to meet somebody that's fearless for the lord versus somebody that doesn't want to hear about god doesn't Mm -hmm. want to talk about god so i I think that background and 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 will will help prisoners read the book but also you know most of us are not in prison but most of us have a a sin nature most of us may have a problem with addiction of some kind Mm -hmm. most of us don't feel free you know, even though we might have a nice house and a nice car and a nice job and money in the bank, you feel there's something missing. Yeah. Well, what's missing is the freedom of, of being a true follower of Jesus, you know. And Jesus says, I'll, I'll teach you the truth if you follow me, and then you will be free. So there's people in prison that are free because they're following Jesus. There are people outside of prison that are not free because they're not following Jesus. So It kind of makes you think of who's really in prison. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> precisely. Yeah. Yeah, and especially in this time, you know, the crime rate is up. Um, a lot of folks are just, you know, they're on the fence. Do I do the right thing? Do I not? Yeah. You know, and so it makes you think about: um, Do these guys really know that there's a God? Do they yeah. believe in hell? Do they know that there's a heaven? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And and I think heaven and hell are real big in here because these are big things that you may not hear about it a lot on Sundays, but it's huge. I mean. Some people might be on the road to hell and don't know it because they never think about That's it. Right. Well, you do need to think mm-hmm. about it. You do need to think of where your life is heading where if you keep on the same road. If, if God's not part of your life, you don't love God, whether you call yourself a Christian or a Catholic, 
if you don't love God, you've missed it. Or if you don't love your neighbor, you missed it. Right. So, you know, and, uh, as you say that, you know, the, the thought for me comes to mind um, that you've heard in the gospel. I mean, how will you know them? Well, you would know them by their fruits. By their fruits, yes. You, you know, you will know them by their fruits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to ask you, Deacon Evan, uh, you know, real quick, and I, I, I want to kind of piggyback on the inspiration uh, to, to, to you writing this, but kind of dive even a, a little deeper uh, to, the, to the characters. Um, I'm just kind of curious. I mean, are some of these characters uh, in, in the book uh, based on like true people? I mean, you know, where, where did you get some of the, you know, the background for the, you know, for, for the folks? That's a good question. Well, sure. uh, a couple <laughs> of them are, are real characters. <laughs> yeah. The wow. one whose name's D'Artagnan, the one who he died and saw Jesus. That that's that's true. He really wow. saw Jesus, and Jesus really did ask him to come back. Oh. And then there was another person. He I I combined him with D'Artagnan. Yeah, because there's another person that I met in in the hospital, and he said Jesus wanted to know if I wanted to come back. I said yes, but then next thing I knew, I was on the cross with Jesus. I said oh. not just when somebody says something like that, that just kind of yeah. hits you. And then I've met a number of people. Uh, and as, as a chaplain that, that have been to heaven and, and came back. So I used that for me to help describe heaven itself. And, of course, hell's, you know, you don't have, need too much imagination for that. You know, I, I read a book about a minister that went to hell, and it was very descriptive and very terrifying. So I, that's in the book, too. I think uh, a little fear of the place probably a good idea. Oh, I think yeah. we're all very lackadaisical about it, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe even joke about it, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all going someplace, mm-hmm. and, and it's like uh, we were talking about before. It's intentional. You know, yeah. where, where is your mind? Where is your heart? What is your goal? I mean, is heaven even a goal? Mm-hmm. Is God even a goal in your life? Being a true right. Christian, a truly believing, devout Catholic, you know? A great priest once said, the quickest way to get somebody to hell is to tell them it doesn't exist. So Yeah, but it's like, you don't worry, yeah. you don't think about it. And I think that's where we're at right now. Right. We, we don't want to think about it. We don't want to talk about it. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, myself, you know, i am got that white hair. I've earned it. <laughs> but, you, know, you've, uh, you get older, you start going to a lot of funerals, especially as a deacon. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of services for people that I knew, you know, that I knew personally. So it's not just strangers. So mm-hmm. uh, and I think uh, one thing about COVID is but COVID kind of stirred up fear. But you have to deal with that. How do I deal with that? Mm-hmm. And And... As you read the Bible, as you read the teachings of Jesus, he says fear is useless. What's needed is trust. Trust in who? Trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So just today, ladies and gentlemen, even if you don't buy the book, there's a beautiful prayer, and it's very short. Jesus, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. So when you start feeling that fear coming, oh, am I going to get COVID, or am I going to get sick, or am I going to make it home, or, you know, Jesus, I trust in you. It's a very easy prayer to remember and, and pray it all the time and just really, truly trust Jesus with your life. It's very, it's the essence, it's the beginning. Step one of Christianity is trusting Jesus with your life and following his teachings. Once you trust Jesus, then you should also trust his teachings. Amen. You know, if uh, you're just joining the conversation right now, we've got Deacon Evan Wittick of uh, Holy Spirit Catholic Church discussing with us uh, his new book uh, titled Metanoia. Uh, and it's really awesome how, you know, again, we take the title of Metanoia and it really is, uh, you know, the, the, the word meaning it, it's a transformation, but even deeper than that, it's, it's this coming to, you know, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a complete 
you know, repentance. It's a turning around. It's a turning away, um, you know, from from evil, turning away uh, from from sin. And what better way uh, to to really bring that to the forefront of our lives right now, especially at during this Lenten season, right? I mean, um, as far as the you know the the book itself, Deacon. Uh, I know that you are doing uh, in a uh, I guess like a a reading uh, event at yes. Holy Spirit. Yeah, Tell Holy us about Spirit that. Holy Spirit Church, eighty one thirty four Blanco Road. You can Google it; it'll pop up pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And we're meeting in the Saint Rita room, which is it's on the ground floor. And take the side entrance there. You'll see a really nice uh, grotto with Our Lady of Guadalupe and. Ring the doorbell. We'll let you in 7 o'clock next Monday, the 13th. Mm-hmm. And I'll be there to give readings from the book. So kind of like now we're talking about the who, what, and the why. By the way, the book is written, it's, it's under the name John Thomas. So uh, if you want to, let's say you want to just buy the book, you can Google Metanoia by John Thomas. Uh, Barnes & Noble will pop up. You can also uh, look for Durant's Publishing Bookstore and John Thomas under them. Uh, Durant's Publishing helped me with, with the book. And uh, so I'll actually be doing readings, you know, some selected readings, you know, a sample of uh, what, uh, what to expect when you read the book. And I'll try to make it as interesting as possible. There's also some of my old stories and homilies and stuff in there. So it'll be reading with a passion. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll make it interesting. So I want to get the book out there and I want to get people interested in it and not just buying it, but actually wanting to read it. Yeah. <laughs> and can you just tell us real quick, why the name John Thomas? Well, a uh, number of years ago, uh, Teresa was pregnant, and, and we lost a baby at mm-hmm. about uh, 10, to 10 to 12 weeks. We actually held him in the palm of our hand, a <sighs> little boy. It was in May, so we named him John Thomas. And so I wanted to honor him. I also want to reach out to the general Christian population. And so I wanted it to be about metanoia and not about me, not about the author. Mm -hmm. So obviously on Catholic radio and talking to my good Catholic friends, I'll let them know that I'm the author. And and I'm hoping to reach out beyond, like the prison ministry. I'm hoping to really get the book into the prisons. And I think John Thomas is a a good way to do that. You know, um, I think that's that's wonderful, actually. Uh, I also want to ask you, uh, Deacon, so who is the target audience for, for your book? Who are you trying to really attract to, to, to reading this and uh, you know, absorbing the material? I have two targeted audiences, as we've mentioned earlier, you know, the prison population, mm-hmm. because you know, it's a paperback, so it should be safe enough to hand it to them. There's <laughs> 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 nothing inside. Hopefully there's no files <laughs> or anything in there. Um. People that uh, don't believe in God, don't believe in church, don't think church is necessary, mm-hmm. don't think there's a hell or, or heaven, you know, it's just, just this life. There's, you know, it's a lot of people that are agnostic and, uh, and atheist now, a lot more than when I was growing up, yeah. up to 25%. Yeah. So I want to get them to think about it at least, you know, that, you know, what if I'm wrong about this, you know? Uh, Blaze said, you know, well, there's, there's two scenarios, you know. One is uh, you live like there's God, accordingly and there's no god well okay you've lived a good life but you live like there's no god no and there's no hell and there is now you've made a huge mistake so you know would you take all your money all your equity everything in the bank sell your house take all that money everything you own and bet it on black or red at at 
at Las Vegas. Just mm. put all that money on, and that's what people are doing with their eternity. Mm. They're betting that there's yeah. no hell. It's not a good idea. Yeah. It's better to consider that possibility that it's there, that God is real, Jesus is real, the Bible is real, heaven is real, and so is hell. And then you ask the question, now, I want to go to heaven. How do I get there? And that's where the book comes in, step by step. How do, how, do I, how do I get started reading the Bible? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do I grow? How do I become the me that God created me to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's in the book. This mm-hmm. guy's a, a killer. He's a murderer. He's been, he's been evil most of his life. <laughs> now yeah. what do I do? I, I know the evil me. Where's the good me? That, right. How do I find him? And so that's what the book's about, finding the true you that's in there. Mm-hmm. And, and he gets help. He gets help from a community. He gets help from his brothers. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm glad you touched on that because I would actually, you know, go on to ask you uh, for the listening, uh, you know, for the listening audience tuning in right now, uh, you know, being, you know, having, you know, you actively uh, still active in your in your or in your oh, ministry. Yeah. I'm very right. Active. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's what I wanted to make sure first. But uh, to those tuning in right now, I mean, what would you say to those questions? You know, um, you know, how can I? You know, what are some practical things, especially in the season of Lent, that I can do uh, to really start looking inwardly? You know, we're called at this time to look inwardly, to 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 detach from those things that weigh us down and keep us separated mm-hmm. from uh, from the Lord. Uh, in, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some of the sh- uh, homilies that you maybe shared mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of weeks or, or so, or maybe the conversations that you've had with others. Uh, what would you say to that? Well, I have a website. It's called uh, greentomatoes.org. Greentomatoes.org. How easy is that to remember? (laughs) And you can go there. You can see some of my old homilies. You can see some of my old retreats. I've given over six retreats Mm -hmm. covering uh, the Rosary, Mary, the Holy Family, Medjugorje, and the End Times. My latest retreat just a few weeks ago was on the Holy Spirit. So you can go there. Uh, I would recommend if your parish has a parish mission, go to that. If they have a penance service, go to that. Now, penance service is... It's a little more drawn out. It, 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 it's, uh, we're having one at, at uh, Holy Spirit Church March 22nd, and I think it's at 7, 7 to 8, or probably past 8 once we start actually hearing confessions. And uh, so there is a teaching and a scripture and music. It's kind of really built up. Now, if you want to be real serious in your spiritual life, I highly recommend getting a spiritual director. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to confession, it's five or ten minutes. And out of a courtesy to everybody standing in line, you know, the priest cannot help you solve your problems. Most of us have a serious problem. So this area of growing, metanoia, conversion, mm-hmm. that's something you work out with a spiritual director or a spiritual mentor, mm-hmm. somebody you look. So you have questions. How do I deal with anger? How do I deal with unforgiveness? How do I deal with hate? How do I deal with impurity? How do I deal with idolatry? You know what, folks? TV is idolatry, just real quick. Mm-hmm. Except EWTN, that's the exception. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we put all these things in front of God. So I highly recommend getting a spiritual director, a spiritual mentor. If you haven't been on a retreat in five or ten years, uh, they just talked about one today. But uh, Coming up in March, I recommend Acts retreats. I recommend Love Strong retreats for couples. Uh, Holy Spirit has a Love Strong retreat coming up uh, March, I think, 25th, 26th. 24th so you can check out holy spirit website for that so but you know take yourself out of your routine and put yourself in a situation where you can where god can talk to you and you can grow even just go out into the country yeah 
and get out of the city and, and sit in a park, sit by a lake, sit by a river and be quiet Amen. and let God talk to your heart. Open up your Bible and let God talk to your heart. I'm real strong believer, monthly confessions, mm-hmm. rosary every day, mass as often as you can. Certainly you don't want to miss mass on, on Sunday. Amen. Live your faith. It'll grow. If you don't live it, it'll die. Mm-hmm. But live your faith. It's a wonderful faith we have. The sacraments are so wonderful. God has given us everything we need to get to heaven. But we have to make use of everything God gives us to get there. Right. That is right. Amen to that. And I, I'm looking over here at you know the the antiphon for uh, you know midday prayer today. If you pray the you know the the liturgy of the hours, uh, the antiphon for midday prayer. As I live, says the Lord. I do not wish the sinner to die, but to turn back to me and live. Uh, you know, Deacon, thank you so very much uh, for joining us today. We've got just a couple of minutes. Uh, where can folks go to check out your book? And again, uh, where can they, uh, you know, see you uh, for this, you know, these special readings? Yeah, if they want to meet me in person, of course, I'll have copies of the book available for autograph. Uh, I will be at Holy Spirit Church, 8134 Blanco Road, next Monday, March 13th at 7 p.m., first floor of the um, family center, and we'll have readings and questions and answers. Uh, You can Google Metanoia by John Thomas, and a couple of uh, people selling the book will pop up. I I recommend Durant's Publishing, Uh, but you'll see uh, Barnes & Noble and other people will sell you the book, and of course you'll pay a little bit for shipping. It's about $18. And, uh, you know, buy the book and read it. That's all I got to say. John (laughs) Thomas... And the name of the book is Metanoia. Well, thank you so much, Deacon Evan, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Trish Lujan, for mm-hmm. being such a wonderful co-host uh, for us. Any uh, any last words? Oh, this is wonderful, Sean. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited to be here, and, and, and we'll be back again. Uh, but lastly, uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the program. God so, bless yes. all of you, and thanks for tuning in. Enough time to give you a blessing. Archbishop Gustavo would like to invite all parish youth groups, youth ministry apostolates, and confirmation classes to the upcoming Youth Spectacular, Behold, to be held on March 25th at St. Mary's University. The spectacular will feature dynamic keynote speaker Chris Padgett, MC Dr. Alex Gote, and music by Kate Keck. Youth leaders, register your group today at archsa.regfox.com slash ys2023. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Real Mission Media for their support of Catholic Radio here in San Antonio. Real Mission Media specializes in helping businesses with their online presence with video and OTT advertising. They also can help businesses with training videos. View their work online at realmissionmedia.com. That's R-E-E-L, missionmedia.com. Real Mission Media, where the focus is on the mission. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Which of these is the most difficult for you to objectively believe? Jonah lived in a whale? Moses heard God's voice in a bush? Peter's authoritative declarations would be backed by heaven? Or that Daniel survived the flames of fire? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, the results. Most difficult was Jonah, then Daniel, then Moses. The easiest was Peter receiving authority to grant forgiveness. Secondly, the early church was tough. You see, that authority granted to Peter could put one out of the 
the church due to sin, and that same authority was installed to bring one back into the church through personal confession. We understand that reconciliation with the church is inseparable from reconciliation with God. And thirdly, our Bibles are filled with promises, but this promise was to Peter, the apostles, and the generational successors of Peter known as the Catholic bishops. So here's an idea. Take a drive down your street, look up at a Catholic church, and just know this for a fact. That priest inside that church was ordained straight down through the lineage of St. Peter. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio on the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic.